As my darling son, who's in the next room, just noted, ah, yes, I'm doing the podcast. Yes, I am doing the podcast, because why? Because it's Monday night, and it's Toronto, and that means only one thing. It means this is the Toronto Beer Podcast, and my light's a little wonky and a little too yellow. I'm going to let Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers introduce us to themselves and fix that light. I'll be right back. That's better. That's a better lighting solution. Oh, it's a little hot now, making my forehead burn out with white. There we go. That's the one. Now we're set up. Oh, don't I like a Monday night podcast when it is still bright out. It must be getting close to summer. Did you get outside today? I hope you did. It was a real beauty of a day. I was a fan. I was a fan. Uh... I'm just going to get right into this. We don't need to talk about the weather. Whether or not you know, what's that song lyric? You know the one. Talk about the weather, whether or not you do something. I don't know. I do not know, but I do know what I've got here. I've just cracked it open. I haven't even shown it to you yet. This is a Flutterball Pale Ale from our friends at Leftfield Brewery. Uh, what do I know about this beer? It's a pale ale and it's 5%. That's all I've gotten off the front of the label. I'm not going any deeper than that. Oh, but I can tell you, the aroma is just pouring off this right now. This is, this could be something. I was expecting sort of a stock North American pale ale. Oh, I'm not doing it for the kids. Kids, can you, oh, and I've hit my mic. Oh gosh, kids, I'm so sorry. Kids, if you're watching at home, don't be like your Uncle Chris. Oh, and I accidentally just poured some on my crotch. Well, worse things have happened. Uh, what do we got here? Well, I've been boasting about how clean my glassware has been recently. Uh, this is not winning any awards for that tonight, but that's okay. A little, little bubbly on the old glass walls there, but... You know what they say, bubbles who live in glass wall gla glasses shouldn't complain about water scale <laughs> something like that hey let's drink this beer flutterball pale ale here we go stick the old nose in oh yeah oh, okay oh my gosh okay this is um whiny white whiny yeah uh I'm getting hits of, um, like tangerine and, um, what's that? It's in white wine. It's not, it's not literally in white wine. Um, they're orange and they're covered in like paper. <laughs> they're berries, gooseberries. Yes. That's what they are. You ever see a gooseberry? It's like a tomatillo. It's covered in papery leaves and you have to peel those back. And then there's this delightful little orange berry. Oh man, it's very floral, which let's 
be honest, Gooseberry kind of hits on some floral notes too. Oh, there's some oh, there's something in that hop. I'm not I'm not I can smell it. I just can't put can't put a finger up my nose on it. That was a very long break. I'm sorry. Um, there's maybe just a little bit of like dank kind of earthy thing. Uh, like I'd said tangerine. I think I'm going to loosen that out to just be kind of tropical. There's some citrusy kind of notes, but maybe some mangoey notes. But white wine tending towards gooseberry, sort of like a nice soft blanc. Ooh. Could, there might be Nelson in this. I might have accidentally just bought a beer that has Nelson Sovin hops in it, which would make me happy. Oh, look at this. We've got people joining us already. Waving at everyone. Oh, I accidentally... Almost tried to block my wife. Uh, what were we saying? Yeah, white whiny. Tropically. Gooseberry. A little earthy, but like that's pretty subdued. And like it's not piney earthy. It's just earthy. Wet forest floor. Damp forest floor, I would even say. Because <laughs> apparently that smells different. The hell do I know? All right, I'm telling you, I'm going in. I'm going in. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's... I don't think Ben Johnson would like this beer. Not enough bitterness... I think for old man Johnson, but I love this. Okay. Uh, standout thing on the first and second sip and about to be the third. Mm. Before I talk about anything else, mouthfeel, creamy, velvety, almost definitely oats in here. I, no, there's definitely oats in here. There's also wheat in here. Not wheat tangy, quite, but wheaty. Nice, creamy, smooth density, but it's not heavy. It's weird. It's great. Mmm. Carbonation is so... Oh, I don't know. Just perfect. It's not prickly. It's just nicely, lightly carbonated. Oh, that's something. Okay, and then tastes. So more of the white wine for sure. I'm always a little leery about going out on a limb. Nelson's used so infrequently these days. I think there's Nelson Sovin hops in here because there is sort of a, a soft blanky gooseberry. It's less tropically on the palate, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, when I say it's white whiny, I'm not really getting. V v v no, I'm getting sort of innocence, but it's not grapey. 
It's not like the grapey part of wine. But there's a little bit of a bitterness to it. It's very gentle, though. Mmm. Still a touch of that damp kind of earthiness. Pez. Might have a little bit of a Pez taste to it. Which is interesting because one of the key flavors in Pez is like citric acid. And like I said, the tropical thing actually isn't as evident on the palate, but maybe that that is it, is the Pez. But with that creamy mouthfeel, it's kind of kicking some Pez at me. Could be. Definitely still gooseberry, though, which is why I'm so set on there being Nelson in here. Maybe the right mix of Galaxy and Citra. Galaxy and Citra, you could get pretty close to this. Maybe with just a little, like, Amarillo? But, but... There could be some Citra in there. But I, don't, I think it's Nelson. I know who knows. The internet knows. I'm going to have another sip and then I might go to the internet. Mm. By the way, the finish, just a delightfully creamy, like I say, just slightly bitter lingering finish, mainly hanging out on that whiny gooseberry thing. It's bright. I guess people would say refreshing. I just, I think the density of the, the mouthfeel makes it, I mean, it's not like, it's not weighty, it's not hard to drink, but I wouldn't crush these. Like, I want to take my time with it. Hmm. And yeah, yeah. With a bit of time, that pezzy thing, it is, it's a little citrusy, maybe a little tropically. Again, that mango note, maybe, but sort it's not, it's not particularly mango. Oh, maybe a little peachy. Mmm. That could support my galaxy citra theory. That could. Um, okay, no, let, you know, well, let me go to the can first. Sorry, I noticed that it was bright enough to read by. Oh, there's actually not a lot of information on this can. Beautiful picture of a butterfly with a uh, a ball. Seemingly, par pardon me, the, the butterfly is the ball. It's a little bit like a golden snitch. Well, they're suggesting ballpark pairings, honey garlic wings and jalapeno poppers. I suppose if you limit yourself to the stuff that you can often find at ballparks and not so much in Toronto, but in other places, that's probably not bad. I think we can do better than that, and I think we will, but that's okay. And then they list the ingredients as water, malted barley, oats, wheat, hops, yeast. So yeah, yeah I'm right about oats and wheat. I don't think that I had any doubt about that. It doesn't say what kind of hop it is. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see if the internet knows what uh, hop this is. Flutterball left. Yep, yeah, that's it. 
Flutterball Pale Ale floating by as if on a spring breeze. Flutterball Pale Ale lands just over the plate with a low and gentle bitterness. Agreed. Notes of gooseberry and sunny citrus. Yeah, cool. I'm cool with that. And just a touch of sweetness. Uh, sure. It's funny, when I was saying floral, I kept thinking almost like wildflower honey, but I kept thinking it's not that sweet, but it's got a little bit of that, maybe. Aha! Uh -huh. oh, don't be fooled, though. Like its namesake pitch, this hazy pale ale packs a knuckleball's punch of juicy, fruity flavors, thanks to Nelson Sauvin, Amarillo, and Centennial hops. So not Citra, but there's some Centennial in there. And Nelson and Amarillo. Nice. Really, really nice stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like this a lot. I'm glad I bought a couple. <laughs> this is tasty beer. Um, I wonder, it just says pale ale. This is uh, this is East Coast or New, uh, New England, I think. I mean, it's only clocking in at 5%, which for a pale ale is actually in the middle. It's fine. Um, but definitely, there's a touch of bitterness, but it's mostly aromatics. And again, that creamy, velvety mouthfeel. Man, this is tasty beer. This is some good stuff. Now, for food. They suggested honey garlic wings or jalapeno poppers. The jalapeno poppers I'm having a little bit of trouble with. The jalapenos could be interesting because jalapeno has a really, especially in popper form, you really do get a lot of the taste of that jalapeno. And I think that part would actually go really well with this. Uh, but the breaded deep fried and then it's stuffed with cream cheese that's often spiced uh, often has garlic in it, which is great. I mean, I love jalapeno poppers. I'm actually, I just ate dinner and I'm quite full and I'm kind of thinking about jalapeno poppers and kind of salivating, um, even though I'm quite full. But I like the idea of that cooked jalapeno. Jalapenos have a nice peppery, fleshy, very um, earthy kind of I always worry about the word vegetal, but like there's a night they're they're fleshy green vegetables. They're really good uh, with a bit of spice, but it's like not crazy spice. That was my concern when I saw the jalapeno popper initially is I thought I don't actually think this beer is going to stand up to spice so well because its strength is really its aromatics. And there isn't a lot of um, physical bitterness to the beer, which is where we normally get the good pairings of heat. But. But. I like the idea of the jalapeno popper. The honey garlic wings would probably be fine. Honey garlic wings are sweet and savory and people like chicken. Um, I would, and it's funny, both of these actually ideas. I would rather see if you wanted to do that. Uh, don't do fried wings tossed in honey garlic sauce. Do wings uh, cooked on the grill with a honey garlic sauce or glaze. Um, get a little bit of that char going. And again, not so heavy on the deep fry. Uh, I, I agree that this has, what, what was the word they used? Bright citrus or sunny citrus? Mm. 
a little tropical-y. But I don't think it has quite enough um, brightness. Again, a little worrisome using the word acidity here, because again, we're not talking about a sour beer, but, but it is acidity that I'm considering here. If it were a, a, a more tart, tangy beer, be that from uh, extra additions of wheat and or hop, uh, hop presence that gives it some zip, some tang, then getting into that deep fried range, be it wings or, or poppers, that's going to work pretty well because that, that tartness, that acidity will help cut the fattiness of the, uh, the deep fry. But this beer doesn't have that, or at least I don't think it has quite enough to stand up against like that. That's why I think you should grill those wings, uh, or you could even do legs or, or whatever, thighs, breasts, whatever part of the bird you want to eat. Um, and then, and then use a honey garlic sauce to finish it. That'd be really nice. Uh, and you would get some of that char, which would, uh, has nothing to do with the beer, but I think would be, would work well. But what I think you actually want to eat with this and the jalapeno poppers made me think of this. You can do this with jalapenos, but, uh, what are those Japanese? They're like slightly smaller than a jalapeno and they're thinner skin. I want to say shishito pepper. I think that's what it's called. Well, again, Google. Let's see if that's the thing. Shishito peppers. Shishito. Shishito. Uh, they look like wrinkled, thin-skinned jalapenos, but they're not super spicy. And what you're going to do with these guys, shishito, that's S-H-I-S-H-I-T-O, shishito peppers. What you're going to do with these and, and where they really shine is blister them. Uh, you can do it on a barbecue, especially if you're doing those uh, bits of chicken. That'd be fine. Uh, even better under a broiler in the oven. Works really well. I would like to eat those with this beer. Now, you can just blister them and eat them. That's tasty. You could stuff them like a jalapeno popper. If you were doing that... I would probably do like you could do a cream cheese. That would be okay. That would be fine. But I wouldn't go too crazy on flavoring the cream cheese. Maybe like a bit of orange zest and like a generic spice mix, like just a pinch of like Old Bay or something. Uh, in that, those would be really good. But the other thing you can do with those, again, you can just serve them as just blistered shishito peppers. Um, they're really tasty to eat on their own, just as like a vegetable side. Uh, but you can also use them in like a salad. And this could go really interestingly with like a fennel salad with like a nice citrusy dressing with blistered shishito peppers. Again, the focus being those peppers, like not one or two on top of just a regular salad. 30% of the salad needs to be those peppers. And I think that would be 
really, really interesting. Because again, we're not getting too spicy, but you're getting some of that peppery taste, um, which I think is going to play ball really well with the uh, uh, the whiny notes uh, in, in this beer myself. That's what I think. Uh, for cheese, I mean, this is a beer that's going to go well with a lot of cheeses. A bit milder on the cheese front. Doesn't have to be something major, something funky, something dank and with a gray fuzz on the cloth bound. You don't, you don't need to go that far. A lot of middling cheeses are going to work really well with this beer. You'll, you'll have a good time there. That's what you're going to eat with it. I'm glad I actually read those because that was inspiring. Uh, makes a lot of sense when you start kind of simplifying it a bit. Again, deep fried. I, I, I don't think it's going to be bad. I just don't think they're going to like elevate each other. But uh, something on the grill, I think that would work really well. Mm. Man, I just want to take another can of that out of my fridge. Just drink it right now. It's that good. It is that good. Uh, okay, what's going on today? Uh, you watched the coronation the weekend? I did. Got up. Woke up early on a Saturday. I don't do that for much. Flights, sure. Rugby, probably one once in a lifetime coronation except let's be honest i was saying this to the kids he's not gonna live that long we're gonna see another one of those probably sooner than later yikes uh but but maybe he is i, I don't want to kill charles the third off that quickly but uh but yeah, what a bunch of, what a lot of pomp and circumstance. I almost said what a bunch of pomp and circumstance. That sounds uh, like a bunch of crap. That's not what it was. It was a beautiful surface. Fascinating, interesting, fairy tale stuff. That's the best part of the royal family. You have to ignore the long line of colonialism and, you know, uh, the exploitation of the wealth of places that saw no benefit from that wealth. Um, but if you just look at the basic fairy dust princess story side of the royal family it's just it's just charming uh, <laughs> which is to say you have to look over a lot uh that was fun did you i'm gonna take a sip of beer while you answer mm -mm -mm. what else we got going on um i mean i know i announced this but because i'm drinking a left field beer i would just like to remind you left field has indeed Procured a second location in Liberty Village, the former Three Brewers location, where they will be opening. I believe this summer. I did not do any homework on this one. I had the. I probably still have the email from Mandy. Might say when. Uh, might say when they're opening. Let's see. Doesn't uh, doesn't say later this year, late twenty twenty three. So not summer. They're aiming more like uh, fall winter. That's fine. I'm patient. I can wait. Uh, but that will be exciting. Looking forward to checking that spot out. Still haven't been to the Great Lakes Brew Pub in uh, the uh, West Portlands. West? 
Yeah. East? No, west. That's West Portland. Um, yeah, I got to get down there. Great Lakes, come on. What are we doing? I've actually been to the brewery in Etobicoke since that place opened. I still haven't been to that place. Should hop on my bike. Mmm. That would be something. But uh, worth remembering that. Celebrate Left Field's soon-to-be-open second location later this year. And what else? Rugby's starting. Got our season opener. By we, I mean the club I play for. As opposed to the Arrows, who have been playing since, like... March. They have to play most of their games at first in the States because it's too cold up here. But no, uh, Balmy, we've got our season opener this weekend at, uh, at our field. It's a home opener. Excited about that. What with being the defending champions and everything, we got a lot of work to do to maintain that. And funny enough, because of the nature of COVID and the way that happened with the season two years ago, we didn't actually win the McCormick Cup, which is what we won last year, as well as the Tubbs and G Gage uh, Cup and like two plates because all four teams won. But no, uh, two years ago in 2021, it was a shortened season. And so we won the uh, Marshall Cup. I don't know. It was a different trophy, but we won that, too. Uh not really going for a three-peat technically this year, but it does kind of feel like we're going for a three-peat. So we're excited about that. You want to come down and watch some local rugby. It is free and a ton of fun. And the weather looks great on Saturday. Come on down to Tubbs and G.H. Field. You can check out Bommy Beach Rugby on Instagram. Get the full schedule there. Because I couldn't tell you off the top of my head when the games are. They'll be in the middle of the day. That's when they normally are. Mmm. Man, that's good beer. Uh, and what else? And and uh, the the little guys rugby practice starts next week, next Monday. I will be doing the podcast after it. it it's been early recently. It's going to go back to being later once rugby practice starts again, because uh, I won't be home until like eight thirty, quarter to nine. But I will be happy and charmed by the wonderful little grommets running around playing rugby. We've been doing preseason and it's been so much fun. They're so dang cute. And they were actually kind of playing rugby on Saturday. It made my heart swell with pride. And uh, it's looking like a promising season. And we're rammed with kids. If you've got kids, you want them to play rugby with the best club by performance anyway in <laughs> province. Get them in now because we might actually have to close registration. We have so many kids. So, uh, but do hit me up if you got a kid in your life, aged five to twenty, and and if the kid is older than twenty, also get in touch with me. But stop calling them a kid; they're an adult. Because uh, we got a spot for anyone, anyone, especially if you have a, a, a female identifying uh, uh, kid in your life who would be uh, 12 or 13 years old, which is to say playing under 14. We've got a really solid all-girls team at U14 that uh, is looking to recruit more girls, and, and it's just a fantastic, fantastic program. So hit me up. Uh, other than that, what else we got? Weather's looking great this week. I'm excited to be outside. Already getting some sun on the old forehead, and uh, there's more where that came from. It is gonna be, it's going to be a patio week, guys. This is your homework 
this week. Even though the Cafe Tio patios aren't set up yet, because I don't think they set them up until the May 2-4, which is next weekend. Get out this weekend. <laughs> I had no idea you were even watching Rob Jackson. Five head. He, yeah, it's my forehead, my five head. I will point out that's four fingers, but I was going to crack the same joke. And over here, where the Widow's Peaks are, it's like a six head. So, depends where you measure from, buddy. Get out and get on a patio and drink something. I don't even care if it's a beer or not. Just get to a patio, get your butt on a seat at a table where you can watch the world go by, enjoy the sunny, balmy weather, and get something tasty into you. And, and most importantly, support a local uh, bar. Uh, so pick your patio and get on it, because this is the week for it. This is the patio drinking week. It's kicked off. It's all happening. Or come down to the beach and hang out. We like drinking on the beach, too. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, this has been Flutterball Pale Ale from Left Field Brewery. I bought it at the brewery. You can buy it there, too. They also do uh, delivery, so you can order it and have it sent to your house. If you're within Toronto, it's like next day delivery. If you're outside of, they have a postal code range. Basically, it's like if your postal code starts with an M, you're okay. If it starts with something else, you have to use, uh, I think it's Canada Post they use. I'm not sure. Uh, but delivery. But then it's a couple of days. But they can deliver anywhere in the province of Ontario. Can't cross the provincial border due to stupid, archaic, anti-prohibition laws. No, not anti-post-prohibition. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, laws that uh, they make no sense. And indeed are probably unconstitutional. But that has uh, yet to be proven in a, a court of law judged by... Uh, I was going to say a jury of their peers, but it, that would be a that would be a judge uh, making that call, not a jury. Uh, anyway, uh, you can get this Flutterball Pale Ale. I also got some of this. This is uh, Pina Power. Oh, look, Ben Johnson's here. And I was talking about you earlier, Ben Johnson, but you missed it. Uh, this is a pineapple IPA. This is very, very, very good as well. A uh, bit juicier, obviously. A bit more of that tartness. This is one where spicy and deep fry is going to work. I wonder what they say. They say the ballpark pairings would be tacos al pastor and orange creamsicle. Guys, this was the one that was desperate for spicy wings, especially honey garlic or something with some some tartness to it. Anyway, uh, and I'm out of it now because I drank it all. But if you checked out, they have ice cold beer with lime. So it's like ice cold beer <laughs> with lime. I mean, <laughs> it, it literally does what it says on the can. Uh, it was really good. I, to be honest with you, I was a little skeptical because I'm not typically a lime in my beer kind of guy. Like, I'll chuck a lime in a sole on Cinco de Mayo, which I didn't do this year, but... I would, but it's not like my favorite thing. And like, I got a buddy, he loves the lime and lager, like bit of lime cordial in the lager. And, uh, I'll do that with him to be sociable, but it's again, just not my jam, but that ice cold beer with lime, it's really good. Uh, I also love that the packaging, cause ice cold beer is a 100% Ontario ingredient, uh, beer, uh, everything in it is from Ontario, but 
when they put the lime juice in, obviously that's not from Ontario. And so they say it's like 97% Ontario ingredients, which is just cute. I don't even know if that's an accurate percentage. It doesn't have to be, but it's just funny and cute. So you can pick up some of that too. And of course I grabbed some Greenwood because I wouldn't go to left field and not buy some Greenwood. Mm. But you should buy some of this Flutterball, even if Ben Johnson probably wouldn't like it because it wouldn't be bitter enough for his delicate mouth. Ben says he bets if you drop a shot of tequila in that ice cold beer with lime, it would be killer. I mean, I'm game. Tequila's not something I keep in stock, although, like I said, we didn't do Cinco de Mayo this uh, uh, last week, this past, uh, you know, on the 5th, which was three days ago. Um, we were going to do dinner on 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 Saturday with friends of ours who are from California. They love the whole thing. Um, and it was going to be Cez de Mayo, um, which is like the opposite of Cinco de Cuatro. But then they couldn't. They, they had a dance or something. It's a long story. And so uh, we're actually doing it this Saturday. And it's uh, Treze de Mayo, except uh, now we're calling it Tracy de Mayo, because when uh, one of the people in the group chat used Siri Siri does not do well with non-English language. Siri also does not do well with accents, but that's a whole nother story. Uh, but Siri heard Treze de Mayo and decided that that was Tracy de Mayo. So we're celebrating Tracy de Mayo. Tracy de Mayo sounds like a soap opera character. Hmm. Anyway, uh, we'll have some, uh, Ben Johnson, are you watching this back? Delicate mouth feel? What? It does have a delicate mouth feel. Did I say that? Anyway, uh, tequila, that's the point. We'll have some tequila at Tracy DeMaio. It will more likely be in blended margaritas because when it comes to Mexican cuisine, I am what the uh, kids would call basic. <laughs> Ben Johnson, you need to get some ice cold beer and uh, I'm just reading your comments now with the lime in it. You'd like it delicate. Oh, I did say you have a delicate mouth. Hmm. I don't even know really what I meant by that. You like things bitter. That's not a delicate mouth at all. This beer, not pronouncedly bitter, very aromatic, very creamy mouthfeel. You need to listen to the podcast again. You also need to make a podcast this week because you didn't last week and I did. So I'm better. <laughs> and that's why you're listening to the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, your host, Chris Schreier. And you know what? It's time to shut this down. We talked about rugby. We talked about beer. We talked about Tracy DeMaio. And, uh, and golly, didn't we have a good time? Sure we did. I'll be back next week. Yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about that. I don't know. Oh, hot take. Ben Johnson is teasing that he has a good guest lined up, too. And it ain't me. So, uh, you know, Ben Johnson, he's got a podcast called Beer and Bullshit. You should check it out. If you like listening to uh, white dudes talk about beer, that's two more white dudes talking about beer. So, you know, it's everything you're looking for. Mm. Well, now I've finished my Flutterball, I'm going to let Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers... Take us home. 
As always, that EP is listed in the description. And if you haven't bought it already, what the hell are you waiting on? Maybe you just don't like music. Hey, if you don't like music, that's fine. I mean, it's weird, but it's fine. Uh, but if not, check out the link because it is a banger. The whole EP is a banger. There. Was it a Halloween song? Yeah, yeah. He sent me a Halloween song. Amazing. I love their aesthetic. I love their vibe. It's uh, it speaks to me. So check out Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers. This song is Link Ray Gun, and I will talk at you next Monday. Have a good week. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you.